What up, what up, what up? This is your man Dre Day from Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. And I have a public service announcement for all you listeners out there. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground in 2018, I had so many questions. How do I record an episode? Where do I find background music? How do I get my show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all the other places people like to listen? Also, where do I find advertisers? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and 100% easy to use. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me in the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Again, that's anchor.fm slash start to join. Oh, one thing, you can record your episode from your phone or computer. So again, go to anchor.fm slash start to join. And I can't wait to hear your podcast. Boys and girls, you are now tuned in to a brand new episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. I am your host with the most, the Hoods ESPN, Crystal Streets Golden Boy, Dre Day. What's up? What's up? What's up? This is episode 232, episode 232 of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. Thank y'all for your support as usual. Keep it going, keep it flowing. This episode here is going to be the NFL Week 13 Recap. And uh, this episode here, I am not doing it dolo. Uh, I want to say about last week, not last week, last year, my guy was on a couple of these recap episodes with me. And... Like I said in the last episode, my man has returned. He has made his comeback in podcasting after, you know, after a little sabbatical. So I figured why not get him back on the realm of things with me as it pertains to not just the NBA, but also the NFL. So, of course, once again, my favorite white boy, AK, is on here with me. So what's going on, man? Your boy from the Grand Canyon is back. What's up, man? How you doing? 
I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Trying to sip on this tea to stay warm. It's getting a little nippy out here in NYC. I hear that. I'm over here in the high elevation, so I got you on that one. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But, uh, yeah, man, let's talk about it. Uh, Week 13 recap. Now, we're going to recap, you know, pretty much every game that was on the schedule whatnot. Obviously, the ones we didn't watch, but, you know, we'll give our little, we'll give our opinions on it here and, here and whatnot. But, uh, the first game that was on the docket. It just so happened it was on my mother's birthday, December 2nd, and it was the day of the verses with Bone Thugs and Triple Six. Yo, Cowboys. Yo, Cowboys and the Saints. Uh, y'all wind up taking that 27-17. to 17. I mean, it was no. I had no doubt that the Cowboys was going to win, and it even made it even more solidified when I found out Kamara wasn't playing. But, uh... UAK as the Cowboy fan, what's your assessment on it? Your likes, your dislikes? Talk, talk to the people. Yes, sir. Uh, it didn't really go how I imagined it, honestly. But like you said, I did expect them to come out with a victory. Um, I already knew before the game when when they announced that uh, they were going to give Taysom Hill some more snaps. I said, "Oh, this is going to be a different ball game now." But then without Kamara, really had to switch up the game plan. And they had to use Taysom Hill as like a Tim Tebow, man. And I wasn't sure how it was going to go with uh, with, with uh, all the coaching staff being out and them having to rely on Dan Quinn. Even with that lead, I was a little iffy with them having Dan Quinn, you know, as a head coach. Yeah. And still, and man, I was like, y'all got to run the ball to, to ice this, but... You know, they they stay throwing it, but they got it done, so it's all right. And we're starting to get healthy at the right time, starting to get our defensive players back, so we'll be all right. I'm trying to figure out where the hell Taysom Hill get this money, because that contract extension he got out, like that's ex- like that's he, he reminds me of a Tim Tebow. Like he's not sure. He's not going to be your full-time quarterback. Like, I hope Sean Payton doesn't think he's fooling the public out there by actually thinking that this dude is going to be his full-fledged quarterback because his style is not he, – he, he, he doesn't have that pedigree in him. So the fact that he's getting paid this crazy amount of money is baffling to me. But, hey, to each his own. He must have a hell of an agent. I really don't. I really don't believe that that Sean Payton believes in him that much. I think he's just using him right now because he needs to. Mm, 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 mm. I'll say this about your Cowboys. This was a game that y'all desperately needed. Y'all definitely like because, like you said, like the, like the next couple of games. In fact, especially the next one is going is is going to be interesting. Um, but y'all definitely definitely needed this win. It was against a team that y'all was supposed to beat. It would have been a total disappointment had y'all lost to these dudes when y'all didn't have no business losing to them. Um, listen, man, my only issue with y'all is this. I get Zeke is not healthy. We 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 totally understand that. Pollard should be getting more rushes than what he's getting. Seven rushes, that ain't enough. Homeboy need to be getting at least 15 to 17 rushes. Because dude can play. 
I like yeah, him. No, no doubt about that. He could play. I like him. And right now, I mean, not for nothing, he's looking like the better running back because Zeke is injured. Yeah, I mean, neither of them have, have been really catching the ball out of the backfield that much. But Pollard definitely has that advantage over Zeke right now. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Did you hear what... They were were talking about uh, sitting Zeke, but they never actually did it. So I'm not sure. I mean, he he needs needs something. He needs rest, or he he needs to get right, because he's definitely not healthy. Well, if they were going to rest him, this was the game to do it. Because now that y'all playing Washington in Washington, y'all going to need him for that game. So if anything, this previous game... With the Saints, that should have been the game that y'all rest him. That's what I was thinking, too. And I was wondering if they didn't end up doing that because of the fact that they didn't have McCarthy. Not for nothing. I don't really like Mike McCarthy as a coach. I don't. I just I, I watched him be successful with Green Bay all those years, man. And he's 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 all the Cowboys got right now. So what am I gonna do? Mm, I'll say. I mean. I mean. I know it was only one game. And again, like we know, we know Dan Quinn has a history of giving up leads or whatnot. A lot of Super Bowl with the with, with the Patriots a few years ago, but. I get. I, I don't know. For me, watching the game and seeing the Cowboys' defense, like when they was basically getting all these interceptions from Taysom Hill. I think how many of y'all got? Like they got like four or five from him. Yeah, they have four off of him. Like the way that they. But, but we've been creating turnovers all year, though. Oh no 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 no! I, I, I know I know I know. But I'm talking about as far as like the way they embraced each other for this particular game. It was like, yo, okay, we got our coordinator as the coach, so you know we gonna really like, 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 like we really gonna show out. Basically, the way I'm, the basically what I'm saying is like they're basically playing in spite of Mike McCarthy, because not for nothing, I don't look at him as like a coach that's that inspires you. I have to play for a coach that has that can insp- that that can inspire me, and he doesn't and he doesn't strike me as one of those guys where it's like, yo, I'm gonna. I'm gonna run through a brick wall for this dude. He doesn't. He doesn't gravitate to me like that. Not to say Dan Quinn does 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 himself, but just from the outside looking in, watching that game and watching how the defense and watch how the team embraced each other and even embraced him after winning that game. I don't know, man. Mike McCarthy better be careful because, I mean, some of the issues that's been going on with the Cowboys this season has been what clock management. That he's been primarily responsible for. Penalties. Something that you should be having your boys prepare for. I mean, not for nothing. Let's 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 do the hypothetical here. Let's say that y'all do make the playoffs, right? And let's say y'all let's say y'all have let's say y'all have the home game. Let's say y'all win the division. Y'all get hey, y'all. Hold up, hold up, hold up. What's up? We better make the damn playoffs. No, no, no. That that that's my point. Because 
I think if y'all don't make the playoffs, and if y'all do make the playoffs and y'all one and done, he's gone. Yeah, I, I could agree with that. I but th- for me, even as a realistic Cowboys fan, I got higher expectations than one and done. Well, well, for, I mean, listen, America's team is always championship or bust. But for some years, I think y'all should be more concerned with at least getting to the playoffs before y'all even start talking about, you know, Super Bowl or, or, or bust or whatever. But, again, y'all can't help yourself. But. We spoke about this before we went live, before before we started recording. You and A, you and AB, are probably the only objective Cowboy fans that I know that I respect, cause y'all are objective. Y'all not these delusional fans, so that's why I rock with y'all, because you know y'all not objective. I mean y'all, y'all not hella biased when they come to y'all Cowboys. Did you hear? Did you hear Jerry Jones though? What up? What did he say? He basically threw your receivers under the bus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We spoke about this on, on uh, my boy No Dad Sports uh, podcast. Man, you you got to block out Jerry at this point, man. At, at, at this point? How about at every point? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. How about at every point? I can't, yo, th- this is why I don't like the Cowboys. It's not the team. It's the fans and Jerry Jones. Because I've never seen I, I've never seen an owner who gets on a radio show every week. I've never seen an owner in team meetings at the press conference, at the podium talking, it's like he do more. Co- he he does more talking. He he does more talk talking at the podium than the actual coach. Yeah, but he, he, he always want to be the center of attention. He'll say anything that could get clicks at this point. You know, this is why this is why y'all be in the issues that y'all have because because of him. He wants to be the center of attention and he wants to control everything. And until he changes that up, y'all gonna continue to have these problems, which I'm gonna enjoy because I I know what the issue is. It's him. I couldn't play for I, I I couldn't play for an owner like him. Man, I'm sorry. That's one thing I like about Dak is I think all that stuff don't get to Dak. As far as the receivers, I don't know, but I feel like it doesn't really get to Dak. Well, with this game coming up, after what he just said, we gonna see if it did get to him. But we we gonna see if it did get to them receivers, because he can he, he just can't help himself. Like as soon as you put a camera in his face and put a microphone near him, he just bumping the gums. He he don't know no better. I don't have a problem with with the the receiver production when we got all of them healthy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm 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 mm. Well, I got a two game lead now, so you know let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Yeah, because we got the division games coming up, so we'll definitely see what happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, we got the Bucks and the Falcons. No surprise here. The Bucks took that 30 to 17. They're now 9 and 3 um of in the season. They could clinch 
the NFC South this weekend with a loss from, I think, the Panthers and the Saints. I think they need both of them to lose for them to clinch the NFC South, and that'll be the first time they've clinched it in seven years. Brady, almost 400 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. If he would have not threw that pick six before halftime, he would have been my offensive player of the week. He would have been, but he turned the ball over. I'm, I, I'm very, I'm very serious with them turnovers. Like you could have, you can have amazing, you can have amazing stat numbers. If you turned that ball over in any way, whether it was a fumble or an interception, you can't win my award. You can't. You can't make no mistakes. I don't care who you are, even Brady. But I will say, but I will say this though, he looks so much better out there with Gronk out there. He looks uh-huh. so much better with Gronk out there with him. I mean, Godwin had him a game, 143 yards, 15 catches, but he ain't getting the end zone. Shit, if he would have gotten the end zone once, I'd have gave him. I would have gave him the award. But I mean, you got all them yards and you ain't even getting the end zone. Damn. But yeah, man. Like I mean, Brady, he he, he got his buddy back. Now we just wait to see if he get his other buddy back. But I mean, with the suspension, I don't know what they're gonna do with AB when he comes back. Yeah, Tampa's starting to play physical at the right time though. Towards the end of the season. Listen, they try. Listen, they trying to get that top seed. Even though Arizona has two losses, but I do expect them to get one more loss before this season is over. I can see Tampa winning the rest of their games. I don't see them losing anything else. I don't. They have a very favorable schedule. Absolutely. 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 Besides the Buffalo one, every other game after that should be winnable. Yeah, those last three... Rolling into the playoffs, mm, very nice for them. Hell yeah. Speaking of the Cardinals, they made some light work of the Chicago Bears, 33-22, to pushing the Cardinals record to 10-2. Kyler Murray, I believe this was his first game back, 11 for 15, 123 yards. He didn't really do shit, you know, Shit, they de- they defense was the one that actually did the work, you know, picking off Andy Dalton four times. I don't even know why this dude is even playing. I'm lost. Like I, I mean, oh, I, I see why. Justin Fields will start Sunday at Packers. He was cleared after messing. Okay, he had he had fractured ribs. Okay, okay, I take that back. Pardon self, but. Don't they yeah, got Nick? Don't they he got didn't Nick? get the start over Fields? Huh? Yeah, he damn sure didn't get the start over Fields. It's because he wasn't available. No, but don't they? But don't the Bears have Nick Foles too? I think they got more faith in Dolan. Huh? Huh? Shit! After this game, they should have. They shouldn't. After this game, they shouldn't have faith in him to begin with. Four well, interceptions. The Cardinals are nice though. Yeah, they are. They are. That's my, that's my top team in the league right now. 
even with their record, I still don't have them as the top team in the league. Oh man! After what they nah. after they went uh, two and one without uh, the top two players, I was like, man, this is a nice team. Yeah, yeah I ain't, but if you go two and one with Col- with Cole McCoy without Hopkins, like damn. True. But Green Bay already beat them, though. That's why I'm not, you know, like, oh, like Green, Green Bay already got them on that. So I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't give them that best team title if Green Bay already beat them already. The thing that Green Bay really has going for them is they're about to get Jair Alexander and Zadarius Smith back. I'm like, damn, they've been doing that well without both of them guys. And they coming off of a bye too. Yeah, they're about to get get healthy too. Amen. Next game, we had the Chargers and the Bengals. This was a game that the Chargers desperately needed. I got this one dead wrong. So did I, because I picked the Bengals. Yeah, you and me both. So did I. So did I. Yeah, yeah, I got this wrong. I'm mad at myself. I'm I'm definitely I'm I'm definitely mad at myself, but it was the turnovers that actually did the Bengals in. It was the turnovers. Joe Burrow two interceptions. Dudes fumbling the ball, mixing he who, his fumble was horrible. They recovered it and took it back to the house. So, you know that'll definitely mess you up. Joe Burrow had two interceptions and he had a fumble loss. So so tur- so so tur- so, tur- so turnovers will kill you. They will kill you. Absolutely. And what's worse is that you lose at home. After what you had just did to Pittsburgh the week prior. So was this on some having a hangover from smoking Pittsburgh and then you just stake the joint up at home against the Chargers? Could we say that's what it was? I don't know. Yeah, it's not really like the Chargers really had the run game going either. It's just Herbert. Shit, at this point, that's all you need. Like they, 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 they've put him on a pedestal, which I'm not mad at them for because, I mean, when we think of the future stars for that position, that quarterback, he's up there. He's definitely, he's, he's definitely, he's definitely up there. So, I mean, it is what it is. But this was a game that they desperately needed because if they trying to, you know, still get that division from the Chiefs or even get a wild card spot, this was a game that they needed. Because again, the AFC North, nobody on nobody nobody on that nobody on that nobody in that um, division got a losing record. Yeah, you either. Chargers starting to play like the, like the Chiefs, man. They put points on the board left and right. Yeah, man. All right, so now this game here. This game, I'm sure we both lost this game. Shot, I'm, I'm quite sure most people got this one wrong. Yeah, but I'm happy for them, though. I'm happy for them. For them to get the, the monkey off their back. Yes, 
I'm 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 definitely happy for them. And I mean, I don't want to say it now, but you know, I'm gonna show my love to them later on. But the Detroit Lions got their first win of the season against the Minnesota Vikings. And I want to just and, and I want to say this, man. I keep trying to tell people, Kirk Cousins is overrated. There's no like explain this to me. This dude has 25 touchdowns. That's tied for fifth place. That's tied for fifth in the NFL, right? Uh-huh. He has less interceptions than everybody else in the league. He's sixth in passing yards. And you mean to tell me that with your numbers that you put up in this game, y'all couldn't beat the Lions? I got to blame him for that. You the quarterback. Oh, yeah. Like, those numbers of his is so overrated. His his numbers are a lie, bro. Like, he could, he could go 30, uh, 30 out of 40, 30 out of 45 like he did in this game, but all of his incompletions come at the worst possible time. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That's a shame. His numbers, are, his numbers are a straight lie. That is a damn shame, man. But I'm not going to take away from the Lions, man. Like, they've... Listen, all season, they've been playing their hearts out. They just can't close games. And I'll say this, though. That head coach of theirs, Dan Campbell, like, I just talked about Mike McCarthy and running through a brick wall for him. These Lions players will walk through a brick wall for Dan Campbell. They will. They they they, they most they, they most certainly will. Yeah, man. And then and then Jared Goff, man, like pfft, this might have been aside from his stint with the Rams. If anything, you could say this was probably the highlight game of his career. And unfortunately, it happened to be with Detroit instead of with the Rams when he was with when he went to the Super Bowl with them. Yeah, he had an all right game. He almost had three hundred yards. He had three touchdowns. He had an all right game, but like you said, man, it's against Kirk Cousins, and not to mention Mike Zimmer. So, oh no, he. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. How long has Mike Zimmer been the coach of the Vikings? Because I think it may be time for a change. And this game right here just lets me know that. It is absolutely time for a change. I mean, yeah, too long, too long. Mm, 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 mm. This shit is crazy on how these coaches continue to keep their jobs. And other ones are gone. ASAP Rocky. Mm-hmm. You better know it. You better know it. I don't, I, don't, I don't understand it, man. But salute to the Lions, man. Getting their first win, getting that monkey off their back. Very well deserved. So definitely congratulations to the Detroit Lions on that. Next, we had the Giants and the Dolphins. Listen, don't look. Listen, Miami is on a winning streak right now. 
Yes, they are. They are currently, I believe, they are on a five-game winning streak. I believe it's five games. Yeah. Tua has been looking amazing. But I still don't think they're sold on him. I still think they want to either get a quarterback in free agency or trade up for Deshaun Watson. That's just my opinion. I actually think they're starting to, to cater the offense more towards him. To the way to the way that uh, that favors him, and he's got a nice relationship with with Jalen Waddle. So I don't know if they completely given up on him, but at the same time, are they all in? I don't think they showed that either. I would hope. Listen, I, I would hope that they are. Listen, you dra- listen, you drafted him high, so that right there should tell you all you need to know about him. Like, y'all didn't have to draft him that high. So, let the boy do his thing. And look, look, y'all on the winning streak right now. Y'all, y'all, y'all still got a chance to make the playoffs. Last month, we wasn't saying that at all. But now, look. Y'all need a couple of teams to lose, and y'all keep winning. And who knows? Y'all might be in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, they're still not eliminated from, from contention. No. They not a chance. Mm-mm, nope. They're beat and they're beat and they're beating the teams that they're supposed to beat. They're beating the team. I mean, they had to beat this New York Giants team. Yes, with Mike yes, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. They beat the Texans. They surprised us with the Ravens. They beat the Jets. I wasn't surprised with the Panthers, even though I did pick the Panthers. But I wasn't surprised that they did get the win. And then the Giants. And then look, they got the Jets next week. Come on. That come on. Come on. That's two. They they got the Jets next and they got the Saints. D- those could be two wins right there if they play their cards right. They gotta buy the, this next week? Uh the Dolphins? Yeah. No, 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 no. Well, I, yeah, this weekend they got a buy. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got a buy this weekend. Pardon self. That's that's good timing for that coming yeah. up too. So they got a buy, and then they got the Jets. That should be a buy as well. <laughs> Real talk. Jets is horrible. Speaking of the Jets, Philly went to MetLife, put the business on them, but it wasn't Jalen Hurts though. It was. Menstrual, whatever, how, how, how the hell you pronounce his damn last name? Oh, uh, Gardner Minshew? Yeah, yeah, he went to work. Yeah, he did his thing, but they actually got the running game going with, uh, with Sanders this time. And they need to be giving him the ball like this. Yeah. 24 carries, I wouldn't be mad if you give him 30. Right? Especially if you don't have uh, Jalen Hurts in the game. Mm-hmm. That's more carries for him. That's more carries for him. But like I said, the Jets is the Jets. Like, th- this this was a game that the Eagles should have won. If anything, they could have swept MetLife. But they lost last week to the Giants in MetLife. Went home, 
practice, got back on the interstate, and played the Jets, and then beat them in MetLife. They were supposed to sweep both those games. The Eagles are supposed to be 7-7 seven seven right now. Yeah, but in the NFC least, something always goes wacky, bro. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. I never trust those division games in that division. Shit. Speaking of divisions, Colts and Texans, AFC South rivals, but this was an ass whooping at its finest because the Colts blanked the Texans 30 to donut. Yeah, they put up a goose egg, bro. Now, I've said this on a couple of episodes as it pertains to Jonathan Taylor. Because all the talks have been about all these quarterbacks, Brady included, obviously, that, you know, should be worthy of the MVP. Not for nothing. Jonathan Taylor needs to be very much in that conversation for MVP. Because it's like once Derrick Henry got hurt, he said, you know what? I'm going to take over now. He's first in yards for running backs, 16 touchdowns. Like, what he's doing is crazy. Like, he got to be in that MVP conversation. He's got to be. Yeah, I hear you on that. I'm just tired of uh, vouching for running backs for MVP, and then they they always giving it to a quarterback. So, I, I hear you, and I, and I would love it if he got it. It's just, I don't know. I don't know if they will. Nah, it's a quarterback-driven league. And then on top of that, the year that Brady's having right now, with him being 44, I mean, I, listen, I, listen, I'm not going to bitch about him winning MVP, but, I mean, I would like to see somebody else get that shit. That's very much deserving of it because, again, running backs constantly get overlooked. But at the same token, it's like, okay, if Derrick Henry couldn't get that shit when he had 20 hundred yards, then why give it to him? So it's so it's it's damn if you do, damn if you don't. Right now, I got Indy as a top ten team in the league, but we'll see if they can sustain it. Because well, they got Carson Wentz at the at the quarterback, they've been taking the pressure off of them. See if they can keep it up, though. Yeah, cause you got Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. You don't, you don't even have to give Carson Wentz all the pressure because look who you got in the backfield. If anything, that's a good thing he don't have no pressure because we already know he ain't built for that at all. At all, he ain't built for that. Yeah, but I did, I did hear a good point today, and that's the fact that they, they've been keeping the other team off the field for so long. That makes it very, very easy to uh, keep Jonathan Taylor on the field. Well, I mean, Tampa beat them, which I'm glad they did. But if they would have gave him the ball more, who knows what they? Who knows what he would have did to that Tampa defense? Maybe he would have been. Maybe he would have did some shit to where he kept Brady on the sidelines. But they yeah. didn't, they didn't want to hand him the ball. I think Tampa's starting to run the ball more at the right time, too, which is nice for them. Yeah, man. Colts been doing that. It's time to mix it up. Time to mix it up. All right, we got 
Washington football team and the Raiders. Washington football team, they riding a little winning streak themselves. I believe it's four in a row. Four wins in a row. Going into this game this weekend against the Cowboys. Tyler, Taylor Heineke. I keep saying Taylor. I think it's I think it's Taylor Heineke. I keep saying Tyler. Regardless, I like this kid. And I think that it should be crystal clear that he is the he is the quarterback of the future for the Washington football team. I, I listen, I felt that way when I watched them in the playoff game last year with Tampa. But of course they wanted to, you know, go after old Fitzpatrick. His dumbass get hurt first game of the year. That right there should tell you all you need to know that this this that, 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 that this young man is the future of this football team. Yeah, I got this one wrong. I, I didn't want to pick Washington for obvious reasons, but they pulled it out. They did a good job of keeping uh, Vegas off the field, man. And uh, they didn't they didn't allow Josh Jacobs to get going at all. Oh no, I got this one right. Cause man, this Raiders team, they've been dealing with so much this year. It's unfortunate. Obviously, the you know what happened with Gruden, uh, Riggs. I believe yeah. there's another player that you know had threatened somebody or what or whatnot. So, the Raiders is dealing with a lot right now, and maybe that's too maybe maybe that's too much for this team to handle. The only vet that you can say is on that team is Derek Carr. They're still, you know, relatively young. So, maybe that's the reason why they're going through what they're going through right now. But, they're not making no playoffs, so it is what it is. I mean, they they can still mess around and have an even record. I would still look at that as an improvement for their past few years. But with no playoffs, though, obviously. Yeah, I thought Vegas would get this one, man. But that that rugs that rugs loss was key this year. Hmm. All right, so this game's this game is a piece of trash. But Odell got his first touchdown, even though it was a one yard touchdown. Uh, Matthew Stafford went berserk. Cooper Cup went berserk, but again, you're playing the Jaguars, so I wouldn't be surprised. I I shouldn't be surprised that you did this at all. This Jacksonville team is horrible. I think the Lions are better than them, but they just got one more win than them. Yeah, the Rams. The Rams. They had to. They they really had to get this done. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I'm glad that uh, even though OBJ didn't have that many targets, he did have that that touchdown, like you said. And they're like they're gonna have to run the ball more if they're gonna be successful. Like I, I know they're they're a top team right now. I I do see them making the playoffs, but they're gonna have to run the ball more. But they definitely gonna make the playoffs. They're definitely going in as a wild card because I don't think they're catching. 
I, I don't think they're going to catch the Cardinals. And being that they play on Monday Night Football, they lose that game, then they're definitely not getting the division because the Cardinals, I think, already got one on them already this season. But this was a game the Rams needed because they was riding the losing streak, and the worst thing you want to do is lose to the Jaguars. To increase that losing streak, that's embarrassing. That is embarrassing if you lose to the Jaguars. If you lose the Jaguars at home. Yeah, you, you you lose the Jaguars and you don't you don't deserve to be playing football. At, or you shouldn't you shouldn't even get paid. How about that one? They make big plays though. I, I think they got uh, one of the most most yards per play, so they definitely got that big play going for them. Who, the Jaguars? No, the Rams. Oh. They they can't run the ball right now, but they got that big play going for them. Well, they better get they better start running because when playoff time come, they're gonna become very predictable. Very predictable. Very predictable. Okay, now this game, obviously, we all knew whoever won this game, it was gonna be less than six points. Because whenever these two teams play. It's never a blowout. It's always less than six, less than a touchdown is the score. And obviously, earlier this week, well, early last week, Ben Roethlisberger made the announcement that he feels that this might be his last season as a Steeler. Ben Roethlisberger, I hate to break it to you, but uh, it ain't just your last season as a Steeler. This your last season, period. Because ain't no other team interested in you. So you were better off just saying that, that you're going to retire. Don't make it seem like this is your last season with Pittsburgh and that you can go somewhere else. Ain't nobody interested in you, bro. Nobody. You're a done for. Now, yeah, you had a nice performance in this game, but child, please, get out of here with that. They had to fight really hard to get that dub, and... Truth be told, I think that the only reason why Harbaugh went for two is because he he really didn't want his defense out there. You know what I mean? Well, if if it came down to overtime, he didn't want his defense out there, so he's like, "Let's try and get this dub with a two point conversion," and it didn't it didn't pan out for him. But yeah, that, that was a that was a hard fought dub for for Big Ben. Well, he did say. With all the injuries they got in the secondary, that's why he went for two. And not for oh, nothing. Okay, okay. And not for nothing. Mike Tomlin said he knew they was gonna go for two. He knew he he he, he said they knew they was going for two. That's not a good thing, you know what I mean? When it comes to you, you want when you go for two, you kind of want to throw them off a little bit. Well, Mike Tomlin and them Pittsburgh boys, they was ready for it. They 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 were, they were definitely ready for it. <sighs> the Ravens picked the wrong time to lose. Wrong time to lose. Because now, I believe the standings in the AFC right now, if I'm not mistaken, you got. The Patriots, the Titans, and the Ravens. 
the top three teams. And then if you add Kansas City, that's the top four teams. The Patriots right now have the number one seed in the AFC. But we're going to speak about New England later because some interesting shit there. Very interesting shit there. But yeah, man, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, man. Like, I think, I honestly think he made that announcement because it was against the Ravens. And after the ass whooping they took against the Bengals, he wanted to at least say something that would at least spark them. Because you have former Pittsburgh players not, you know, enthused about their performances lately. Uh, there was a player, I forgot who the player was in Pittsburgh saying how, um, Something about music being played in practice, but Mike Tomlin wasn't with it, or whatever the case may be. He was like basically saying, oh, if he allowed music to be played, they'll have more fun, or whatever the case may be. This was a game that they needed badly, and it just so happened it was against their biggest rivals, the Ravens. Even though they won by one, a win is a win, a win that they needed. So, I guess, you know, salute to Pittsburgh. I like I like what Tomlin said though. How he said uh, Chase could play wide out and all coach. Basically, so he he kind of you know stood his ground as a coach and a leader like he needed to, and they got the dub. So props to them, but they ain't going nowhere. They they they, they ain't going nowhere. They they're not going nowhere. They ain't going nowhere. And actually, all that really did. In my opinion, it's just you know they made Baltimore. They made Baltimore have to fight harder now. Well, I guess they figured. All right, if we're not going to the playoffs, we're gonna make y'all suffer a little bit, and you know, make it a little difficult for y'all to get to the playoffs. Or how can I say it? A different, you know, seed. Yup. Ooh, Steph Curry. He got 10 three-pointers to go to break the record. Me, personally, I'm hoping he breaks it in the garden, but I think he's going to break it in Indiana. Yeah, he was trying to hype it up as saying he could break both of the records in one game, as in break Clay's record for most in in one game and break uh, Reggie's, but you might take him a couple games. You're getting a little, you're getting a little too ahead of yourself, Steph. I think he's just trying to hype it up so he can get more eyeballs on the game. But it's him. It's gonna be he's gonna get eyeballs on it. Period. But I, I feel him though. 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 But back on topic, we got a couple of more recaps to do. Seahawks Niners. I called this one. The beauty part was. I changed my pick at the last minute, and I got it right. I ch- I made I changed it at the last minute when I found out Debo wasn't playing. I just like I just I had a feeling that Russell Wilson was gonna have a bounce back game. He did turn the ball over though. Thirty for thirty seven. That's. I didn't say he's my player of the week or nothing like that, but they got the dub. Yeah, they got the dub, and that's what matters. Listen, they're not going anywhere. 
Listen, oh, this is Russell's last season with the Seahawks. I don't care what nobody say. The question is, where is he going? But he's not staying in Seattle. That ain't happening. I think they've run their course. I think it's time that him and Pete Carroll just shake hands. Listen, I appreciate what you've done for me here. We won a Super Bowl together. We went to another one. But it's time for us to part ways. It's time for us to part ways. That's how I feel. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, man. Sunday night football, we had the Chiefs and the Broncos. Listen, the Chiefs offense is not even killing like the way they have in recent years. But their defense has showed up in a lot of these games lately. If you really think about it, it's actually started in October. They held Washington to 13 points. They held the Giants to 17 on my birthday. They held the Packers to seven, even though it was without Aaron Rodgers. But still, that still looks good that you was able to do that. You beat the Raiders. Held them to 14. Held your Cowboys to nine. And then spin the block again this weekend, well, this past weekend, and left the Broncos on nine. So the defense is actually showing up as the offense continues to struggle and hopefully wake up and smell of coffee just before the playoffs start. Yeah, it is weird seeing this... uh... Kansas City team struggle on offense and have a nice defense. And the other thing that's weird is how many yards they they have given up, but not points. Well, I mean, for years the Patriots was like that. They would give up, uh, giving up a whole bunch of yards. Yeah, they would give up a whole bunch of yards, but as far as the points, now they wasn't they wasn't giving that much up. Yeah, but with uh, with Andy Reid having this defense on point and being an offensive minded coach in the way that he is, you know, I I feel like at some point the offense is going to click, but. Like I feel like I've said this a lot on this episode, but they too, they got to run the ball and be more more uh, balanced offensively. I feel like if they want to get their their two weapons in Hill and Kelsey going, because uh, yeah, too many weeks in a row you see the the Chiefs offense struggling a little bit, not being on point. But they're getting the dubs against the teams that they need to. Yeah, they definitely needed this one, definitely. Like, if you try to put a lock and key on that division, the best way to do that is to take out a team in that division. And that's what they did. Because the Broncos is just... Huh. Listen, I wasn't I wasn't sold on that 3-0 start anyway. So, they're basically doing exactly what I expected them to do. Well, in the way that they've slowed down? Yeah. I wasn't surprised. Yeah. I wasn't surprised at all. When they was 3-0, I wasn't jacking that shit. I wasn't jacking it at all. At all. Okay. 
Now let's get to Monday Night Football. Yes, sir. The Patriots. Bill Belichick said, you know what? I'm going to do something that hasn't been done in years. I have my quarterback when he throw the ball three times. And I'm going to just run the ball nonstop. And I'm going to still beat y'all. And that's exactly what he did to the Buffalo Bills. But what I felt so funny was two of their defensive players got upset with a reporter when they, when he asked the question about, you know, should their defense feel embarrassed about this? And they was upset that he used the word embarrassed. No, you should you, you should feel embarrassed. You should feel embarrassed. Coach Belichick, let it be known what he was going to do. Mac Jones only threw the ball three times. Everything else was runs. And y'all couldn't stop that at all? And then, and then the coach said something about, what he said? Something about, um, I'm basically paraphrasing. They're giving Coach Belichick too much credit for the win or whatever. Uh, no, it ain't too much credit. It's, it's, it's the right amount of credit that he deserves. Um, uh, McDermott said that? Yeah. Wow. I'll tell you this, though. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That was a little salty to me. Yeah, very, I'll tell you this, though. The Patriots is in their heads because Buffalo thought that this was going to be their division. And I will admit, I did pick them to win the division. But I also said I wouldn't be surprised if New England is there chasing them for it. Well, guess what? Coach Belichick said, you know what? I'm going to take a year off. I'm going to let y'all fools think that y'all got this division. Y'all can have it for y'all one year. I'm going to lease it to y'all, but now I want my shit back. And now look. Buffalo's too finesse, man. You can't have a finesse team in Buffalo. Do you blame the weather, though? Because that's the excuse that's being thrown around now. Me, personally, I'm not jacking that. My big thing is, for Belichick, this game was this this game was pure genius because, for one, you're gonna have to play this. You're, you're gonna have to play Buffalo again, and you didn't have to show them nothing. All you did Yo, was just. It's funny. Like, like how we were, uh, how we were text messaging about this game, man. I really felt like they they were just. They were just uh, running the HB dive with Jerome Bettis over and over and over again. And they just stuck it to him that way. Once they got up, uh, what was it? Because they got the two-point, they went up 8-0, right? Yeah, eight-zip, yeah. Once they got that lead, I'm like, bro, they don't have to show them none of their offense that they're going to do if they um, have to play them in the playoffs or – if they uh, or for the second time that they play them this year, what's so funny is Coach Belichick was on, I guess, the radio station in Boston, and he had mentioned that in on the radio show. Oh, really? He yeah, he was laughing as he was mentioning it. 
<laughs> basically saying that how I didn't even show them, I didn't even show them all my plays. Like Coach Belichick getting a little arrogant right now. He getting a little cocky right now. Yeah, I don't blame him. I mean, I I, I didn't hear the radio show, but that's crazy. He, 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 but, get, he getting a little cocky right now for his own good. Well, I mean, he's got McDermott talking about that he's getting too much credit. So I mean, listen, they oh, listen. The Buffalo Bill, the Patriots are living rent free in the Bills' head right now. Yes, that's exactly that, that's that's where I was going with that. Is the Bills seem very, very, very salty and in their feelings. Bad timing, because you know who they got next. You know who, who they, they got, got next, on? huh? Who they got next? They got Tampa next. So you gotta, so you gotta go to Tampa next, and then you gotta play the Patriots again. So they right now, these are two wins that they are going. They better, they better shake this up quick. They better shake this up quick, or they're going to find themselves in some deep shit. Because right now, it's not the time for them to start losing at all. This is not the time. This is not the time. I I honestly got them to start losing, so. But we about to do our picks soon anyway, so, you know, we'll, 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 we'll figure it out there. But, yeah, this is our, this, this was our recap from week Thirteen. So, when me and my man AK come back, we are going to give our offensive and defensive player of the week awards for week thirteen, and then we are going to give our game picks for week fourteen. So, this is your man Dre Day Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast with a special guest, the white boy AK. We will be right back. Do not go anywhere. Holla. Keep it with us. What up, what up, what up? It's your man, Dre Day, and I have a PSA announcement for y'all. Did y'all know that only 38% of African Americans were able to identify financial terms on the PFN Index, an annual financial survey? Why is that? Because we're never given the tools to succeed in the financial sector. Will with American Classic Agency has been designing financial maps for his clients to succeed for over a decade for clients on both coasts. With Will, you will be able to create a game plan to get out of debt and create the wealth that you and your family deserve. If you're interested, please contact Will at willspady at gmail.com. That's W-I-L-L-S-P-A-D-Y at gmail.com or call him at 443-810-0384. It's time for Dre Day's Offensive and Defensive Players of the Week. Lovely. What time it is, it's time for Dre Day Weekly's Picks. What up, what up, what up? Your boys is back. Your boy Dre Day with his favorite white boy, AK, for episode 232 of Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. The first segment, 
we gave our, well, we didn't give. We did our recap for the NFL games for week 13. Now it is time for, well, usually it was just my offensive and defensive player of the week awards. But since my man AK is on here with me, he's going to give his as well. So you already know, since you the guest, I'm all about hospitality. AK, my man, first, who is your offensive player of the week for week 13? Your offensive player of the week. Talk to me. Since we're going with offense first. Yeah. Um, I was going to go with uh, my man, George Kittle, but I had to look at who he went against. Hmm. So, with that being said, I went with the QB for the Los Angeles Chargers, Herbert. Mm, okay. Because okay. of his uh, his high completion rating, high quarterback rating, uh, kept the mistakes to a minimum, three TDs, over 300 yards, and he did it against... The Bengals, who are much stronger this year than the Sea Chickens. So, that's why I went with Herbert. Okay, okay. Now, I wanted to give it to Justin Herbert. But like I said when this episode first started, if you turn the ball over, even if you got amazing numbers, i got to penalize you. I've got to. It was going to be either him or Brady. But guess what? They both turned the ball over in some way or fashion. So I couldn't give it to him. So, my offensive player of the week for this, well, not this weekend. Last weekend. Ah. Did you I go with Huh? Did you go with George Kittle? Oh, no, they lost. Oh, no, they lost. You right, you right. Oh, no, 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 no. Losers don't get awards over here. <laughs> if you <laughs> lost, if your team lost, you definitely ain't getting it. Nah, I gave it to Deontay Johnson from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I want to, listen, listen. Part of me wanted to give it to Ben Roethlisberger. But I said, you know what? Let me give it to a receiver. Because he had two touchdowns. He got over 100 yards, over 105 yards. And he had got one of those touchdowns in the fourth quarter to, you know, cut the, cut the Ravens' lead. Not even cut the lead. Keep the lead going. Both his Man. touchdowns. Both his touchdowns was actually in the fourth quarter. Now that I think about it, so yeah, he showed up when he needed to. So that's why Johnson, I gave it to him. Johnson, you had it easy this week because all you had to do was not fumble. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, no, he he did. Listen, if he would, listen, if he would have fumbled, he wouldn't have got it. He wouldn't have got it. But he held on to the ball. He got the two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. The money quarter, got to give it to him. I got to give it to him. 
I couldn't give it to Brady and Herbert, man. They turned the ball over, man. They turned the ball over. All right, man, talk to me, talk to me. So now it is time for our defensive player of the week for week 13. Who did you go with for the defensive side of the ball? Who would you go with? Yeah, this week uh, on the defensive side, I really like the, de- the defensive lineman. I was going to go with Donald, but like I said, on the offensive side, you got to go up against a team that's stronger than the Jaguars. So I went with T.J. Watt. Woo-hoo! Yeah, he, he was tearing up the backfield, and he was all up. He was all up in uh, Lamar Jackson's face. I'll just put it that way. I got to see if you got a camera on me because that's exactly who's my defensive player of the week for week 13 as well. So I guess you could say it's a terrible towel player of the week special because both my players from offense and defense were are members of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Deontay Johnson for offense, TJ Watt on defense. So there y'all go. That's our offensive and defensive player of the week awards for week 13. And now it is time. For Dre Days, and I guess you could say AK's week 14 game picks. But before I do that, gotta let y'all know how I did in week 13. 10 and 4. 10 and 4. The Vikings. Come on. Come on, man. Ravens. I can't really be mad that they lost because, again, them in Pittsburgh, no matter what. Listen, Pittsburgh could have had two losses going into that game. I mean, they could have had two wins going into that game. Best believe they was going to play their ass off because it was against the Ravens. Like, that was one game they was going to wake up for. And then I trusted Buffalo. I thought Buffalo would win because they was at home. And it was at night. Matt Jones don't know about that. He don't know about them bright lights. Well, actually, he do because he lost earlier this season in Tampa. But that's neither here nor there. But, yeah. All right, so here we go, man. Thursday. December 9th, Thursday Night Football, we got the Steelers and the Ravens. AK, who you got? You you make your pick first, and then I make mine. Who you got? All right, we got uh, Pittsburgh going into Minnesota. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Being that you were so high on those two, those two Steelers, that's a nice... Intro into this Thursday night game where I think that with Pittsburgh having that hard-fought game against the Ravens and the short week going into this Thursday night game, I really think that this favors Minnesota, man. I really think that that favors Minnesota with having Big Ben being so old and, you know, He's gonna need his time to recover, and I think he—I think he was quoted as saying that too, that he doesn't like having 
the the minimal time off, but I got Minnesota winning by four to seven points on this game. Hmm. Listen, I don't trust Kirk Cousins. So just off that, I don't know, man. I'm gonna pick the Steelers. Oh. I'm picking the Steelers. How do you think they get it done? How many points? I don't know. Like I don't like that whole point thing. I don't know about like that point shit. I can never predict the points. I just I, I, I just go off of who I think gonna win. Uh, I, I just mean like you think it's gonna be a close one, or you think like they like they they pick off Kirk Cousins and they they blow him out. I think they get one interception on him. I think they get one, and I think it's a close game. I think okay, it's, okay. I think, I think so it's still close. a close one. All right. Yeah. Kirk going to put up his numbers like he does all season. He will turn the ball over once, and then I think Pittsburgh gets it. It's going to be a cold one in Minnesota. You think Dalvin Cook plays? He's questionable. He's questionable. I think he's going to play. I, I I don't think that Thielen will play, though. Oh, no, he's out. He's out. He might be done for the season. Shit. He might be done for the season. Really? Damn. That's going to be a tough Probably. one. I mean, Probably. Shit, you might as well. The Vikings ain't going nowhere. You might as well sit out. All right, here we go. We just talked about the Steelers. This game here. Two teams from that division. Uh-huh. You got the Ravens and the Browns. Talk to me. Who you got? Oh, I got I definitely got Baltimore in this game. You know it's I, a lot riding on this game. I know they're the underdogs, but I'm higher on on the Ravens than most. So, with that being said, I do got them going into Cleveland and winning that game. Think about this. Lamar Jackson has 16 touchdowns, but 13 interceptions. Right. Hollywood Brown has not been able to get going like I know he can. Lamar Jackson got to take care of the goddamn ball. Absolutely, he's got he's got to learn. He's got to learn how to take care of that ball. Luckily for him, you know he can also do his damage running because he damn near almost had a thousand yards. Yeah, but do you believe in the Browns? Hell no. No, I don't, because of their quarterback Baker. So I'm going with the Ravens. <laughs> so we agree on that one Yes I'm not going with no damn Browns Hell no <laughs> Nope Mm-mm. My man My man No, I don't rock with Baker at all Alright this game here is a gimme Titans and Jags I mean this game should be a gimme You know Should be But this 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 is the NFL, so you know. Who you got? 
Tennessee. Tennessee at home. Hopefully they start getting healthy. This should on be a blowout. On the offensive side, I mean, I mean, it should be, yeah. This should be a blowout. What? We're going to find out. Shit, I got them too. I don't even think I needed to say it, but I, no. Yeah, we got the Titans over the Jaguars. Okay, we got the Chiefs and the Raiders. This game is at Arrowhead Pond. It's a one o'clock game, too. Who you got? I'm going with the Chiefs. Same here. I think this is the game where Patrick Mahomes has three touchdowns. I think this game he gets three touchdowns. Now, will he turn the ball over? That, I don't know. But I say he gets three touchdowns this game. Yeah. Yeah, they'll definitely score in the 20s or the 30s and and come out with the victory at home. Okay. Next, we got the Saints and the Jets. Alvin Kamara. It's looking like he might play this game. I just read that he fully participated at practice. So that's a good sign. So if he can come back against these sorry-ass Jets, Jets better watch out. Who you got, AK? Who you got? Stupid question, but I got to ask. I got the Saints, yeah. I got the Saints. Uh, hopefully, Kamara does come back because if he doesn't, that's a very predictable offense. But, uh, yeah, I'm going with the Saints. Same here. <laughs> Same here. Same here. Whoo, this game. Whoo. Yo, Cowboys. Yo, Cowboys and the Washington football team. Do I even need to ask who you're going for? <laughs> who I'm going for? I'm definitely, definitely going for the Cowboys, but I also got us to win. Mm. I know a lot of people got Washington winning because it's one of them divisional games. And Washington's at home, but I really do think the Cowboys are going to win both games against them. I have your Cowboys winning, too. I was actually on the fence with this game, honestly. I thought about this game while I was at work. I honestly did. You heard Sweat ain't playing? Who? Uh, Montez Sweat. I think I just read that shit. I think that shit just showed up on my screen. The only defensive lineman that was a starter that might play is Jonathan Allen, which, I mean, he's he's a very good D lineman. No doubt, give him credit, but if he's solo dolo. What, for for Washington? For Washington on that D line, you know what I mean? (sighs) 
Run the ball. Run the ball. Okay, next we got NFC South Rivals. We got the ATL Falcons against the Panthers. Talk to me. Actually got the Falcons to win. Yo, real talk. So do I. So do I. I think Cam did exactly what he was supposed to do. Get the crowd riled up. Be happy to see him. And that's it. (laughs) For real. And that's it. Cam is not going to be the Cam of old. We know that. So, yeah. I got Atlanta. I got Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. I got the Falcons. I got the ATL boys going to Carolina to beat the Panthers. I really think this one's going to be a close one. But, yeah, I'm I'm going with the Falcons. The odds makers believe so, too. They got Panthers two and a half. Oh, okay. So this is another this is another uh, underdog pick. Cool, cool. All right. We got the Seahawks and the Texans. Okay, the Seahawks might mess around. They could probably get a winning streak going on right now. Sierra, my beautiful black sister. Your fine self, Scorpio gang, all that. If your husband, Russell Wilson, does not beat the Houston Texans, do not let him blaze your buns. Do not allow him to blaze your buns at all. He's going up against one of the worst teams in the league. This is going to potentially be his last season. Let him get a winning streak going on before he leaves Seattle. So, Sierra, if he does not beat the Houston Texans, don't give him no Bunani. <laughs> AK, who you got? Uh, I'm going with Seattle. Only thing that really makes me question the pick is the fact that both of their starting safeties are probably going to be out. Mm. But I'm still going with Seattle. Houston hasn't shown me nothing. Not a damn thing. Okay. We got the Lions and the Broncos. Talk to me. Who you got? Yeah, again, this is an easy one for me. I know the Lions pulled pulled it out, but not this time. Going with the Broncos. Hmm. I think it's only one game we disagreed with. And that was the first one. Everything else we agreed on. 
Yep, so far. Damn. Can't even really have a debate because we agreeing. <laughs> All right. It be like that sometimes, though. Yeah, I know. I know. All right, next we got the Giants. They hop on their jet or plane or whatever and head to SoFi because that's the closest they're going to get to going to a Super Bowl to play the L.A. Chargers. It was supposed to be the battle of the future quarterback stars, but then I said to myself, Daniel Jones is not the future of quarterbacks, and he damn sure ain't no star. It's only Justin Herbert. So who you got this game? And on top of that, I think Daniel Jones is not even playing. Yeah, he he might come back, but even then, I mean, the difference between Mike Glennon and Daniel Jones hurt. I don't know if it's gonna if it's gonna be too much, but. The Chargers are banged up. They might not have their receivers. They might not have... Actually, no. They ain't going to have Chris Harris Jr. So, they are definitely banged up, but I'm still going with the Chargers just because of the fact that they're they're a playoff team and the Giants ain't nowhere close. So, going with the Chargers. They're not going to be without... They're going to be without Mike Williams, too. Yeah, they're going to be without Mike Williams and possibly Keenan Allen, right? Uh, well, his name's not on the injury list right now, so I don't know. Maybe maybe he's a go. Maybe he's a go. Okay, we got the 49ers and the Bengals. Is this another trap game? Does the Bengals lose back-to-back games at home? AK, talk to me. What you got? I actually got Cincinnati to win at home. Mm. <clears throat> Odds makers say since uh, uh, San Francisco is a favorite. I'm going to pick the Niners. I'm going to pick the Niners. Cincinnati let me down last on the, basis, on, the, on the basis of the running game and the defense? Well, or, you think, or you think Jimmy G styles on them? Well, see, see now, shit. The X factor is, is Debo playing. Because if Debo's playing, then... He's questionable. That's a good yep. sign if he's questionable. Elijah Mitchell, questionable. That's a good sign. He's got a groin injury, bro. Ooh. Yeah, man. He got a groin injury, and he's a real quick, quick twitch wide receiver. I don't know. Damn. I damn sure don't trust Jimmy G. You can forget that. <laughs> that was my that, that was my exact you, question. You, you, you can forget that. Damn. 
Do you know what? You know what? I already wrote it down. I'm going to just stick with them. If they lose, they lose. Who knows? I might get lucky. I already no, wrote it down. Know. I already wrote it down. And I like I like my handwriting. I don't want to scratch it off. So I'm going to... Okay. So, we, so we, we are different on... We're different on Pittsburgh and Vikings and Niners and Bengals. All right. All right. All right. This one, I'm sure we're agreeing on this one. Bills, Buccaneers. And that's a CBS game, too. Yeah, I already showed my hand on this one, bro. I already showed my hand on this one. I, I said the Bills are going to start a losing streak. Well, I mean, you know I'm not picking against the Bucks, So, you know. We both got the Bucks on that one. Sunday Night Football. One of the greatest rivalries in NFL history is back. I just don't know if Justin Fields is going to play. But I will say this, though. Aaron Rodgers told the Chicago Bears when he played them in Chicago, he told the fans, I own you. I fucking own you. I've always owned you. Which is true. No lie detected. Does he have an encore performance like that? At the Frozen Tundra. AK, who you got? Yeah, if if Justin Fields and David Montgomery and Allen Robinson ain't going to play, they might as well just flex this off a Sunday night. Two out of the three are questionable. I mean, why why are they going to have this on Sunday night? But... Yeah, I'm going with Green Bay over the Packers. Or uh, I'm going with Green Bay over Chicago regardless. Nah, that's the rivalry, bro. That's why. That's the rivalry. If one team is doing well and the other one is, eh, they, they, they still going to televise that game. Still. Still. They definitely, they're they, 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 they going to do that shit for sure. But yeah, I'm, I'm Green. Packers. I say Aaron Rodgers lights that defense up. He might be, he 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 might just be getting scarier towards the end of the season. Now that I think about it. Yeah, they're just getting healthier. At the right time before the playoffs. I mean as they go, you know what I mean? Well, I tell you what. They definitely gonna have their eyes glued to this game. Because it's Monday Night Football, and when they beat the Bears, they're going to need the Cardinals to lose so they can get that one seed because they have the tiebreaker. So we got the Rams and the Cardinals. Monday Night Football. Who you got? I'm going with the the hometown boys, Arizona Cardinals. Hmm. Okay, Matthew Stafford played in Detroit for all these years. And for the most part, most of those games were meaningless. There's probably two games that I can think of off the top of my head that were actually meaningful games. 
a wild card game against the Saints, which they lost. And a wild card game against the Cowboys, which they lost. This game here is kind of like a playoff game. And he's going to need to put on a hell of a performance this game if the Rams got any chance of beating the Cardinals. This is why they brought him here. They brought they brought him here for this time of the year. Fighting for a playoff spot or even getting it and then getting ready to do some damage once the playoffs start. <sighs> I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I said all that and said I'm going with the Cardinals. I mean, they, they, they got... They got that game against Jacksonville, which they which they absolutely needed. Mm-hmm. After coming off of the the three game losing streak, but I think this is going to be a tough one to beat the Cardinals at home on a Monday night. Hell yeah! After they got D Hop and, and Murray back, and they already got their their dub over the Bears. And I'm sure they're bringing out the black uniforms too. Ooh, too nice. Too nice. I'm sure they are. Is Monday Night Football too? Yeah. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. All right. If, well, let me ask you this, bro. What's up? What's up? If uh, Murray and D-Hop didn't have that game against the Bears in their pocket, you know what I mean, with those with those reps, mm-hmm. would you pick the Rams due to the fact that those those two were just coming back. Mm, probably not. Probably not. I probably still. It would just make it closer. Huh? It would just make it a closer game. Yeah, I still, yeah. I still, I still would pick the Cardinals. I trust them more. I trust them more. Hard to argue it. Hard to argue it. I trust them more. Yeah. It's time for Sean McVay to really step up. It's really it's really time for him to really, really, really step up as a head coach and also, well, yeah, head coach, yeah. Because I've been saying for years, you got so many head coaches that are actually coordinators that are masquerading as, as head coaches. I don't want to say that about Sean McVay. I really don't. I want to actually have. I actually want to say he's the head coach, but if he loses this game, and in the fashion they lose, he might be just one of those coaches that I, that I talk about that's masquerading as a head coach when they're just better off as a coordinator. I got faith in Sean McVay still, but I think the Cardinals will pull out this game for sure. I agree. I totally agree. I totally agree. So before we go, my guy, let the people know your picks, and then I'll give mines, and then we'll do our quick shout-outs, and then we'll bounce up out of here. Yeah, so for uh, week 14, Thursday night, I'm going with Minnesota. Um, Sunday morning, going with the Cowboys, the Ravens, Titans, Chiefs, uh, the Saints, the 
the Falcons, the Seahawks, and then for the afternoon games, got the Broncos, the Chargers, the Bengals, the Bucks for the Sunday night game, going with Green Bay, and then the Monday night game, <clears throat> excuse me, Arizona Cardinals. Okay, okay, okay. I got the Steelers, Ravens, Titans, Chiefs, Saints, Cowboys, Falcons, Seahawks, Broncos, Chargers, Niners, Bucks, Packers, Cardinals. Those are my picks. Those are Dre Day's picks for week 14 this coming weekend. Now, before we go... We got to do our quick shout-out. Who you shouting out before we bounce up out of here? Who are we shouting out? I don't know, bro. I'm drawing a blank. All right, okay. (laughs) This is all good. This shout-out is to my Uncle Victor. When this episode drops, which will be the 9th of December, that is his birthday. So, to my favorite uncle, he is the reason why I have Victor as my middle name. I'm not going to say, I ain't going to say my whole name, but just know my middle name is Victor. Happy birthday, Uncle Vic. I'm sure you will enjoy yourself in Texas. In Lake Dallas, I'm sure he'll probably take his boat out in the out in the water and just ride around. So enjoy your birthday, Unc. I love you and wish you would many, 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 many more. That is the shout out that I am doing on Sportsway with Dre Day podcast this week. I'm not shouting out no athlete this week. I'm shouting out my uncle, my favorite uncle. And so there you have it. And with that being said. It's a wrap for this episode. AK, once again, thank you for gracing me with your presence as you slowly but surely make your return into the podcasting game. I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Appreciate you having me on, as always. Um, uh, I've been on a couple different podcasts now, so I feel like I'm starting to get my feet wet and just getting rolling on, on this podcast journey. Alright, there we go, there we go, there we go, there we go. For everybody out there, thank y'all for y'all support. Keep it going, keep it flowing. AK, before we go, let them know where they can find you. Absolutely. It's your favorite white boy, AK. Grand Candy's number one sports podcast. Find me on almost all social medias. uh, Twitter, Podcast KST, Kendrick Sports Talk. Uh, Instagram, Kendrick Sports Talk, Facebook, Kendrick Sports Talk. Um, anywhere that you listen to your podcast, I'm pretty much, you know, streaming on all platforms, as you could say. So catch me, catch me anywhere and uh, on the internet as well. There you go, man. Same here. Your boy is on all streaming platforms except Tidal. Uh, 
IG, Sports with Dre Day Podcast. The link is in the bio. Um, Dre Day 1985. Link is in the bio. Uh, Twitter, Dre Day 1985. Facebook, Dre Day. Those are all the social media platforms. The links are in the bio for each social media page. If you want to listen to an episode, tell a friend to tell a friend. Once again, thank y'all for y'all support. Keep it going. Keep it flowing. In closing, y'all know how this goes. This has been another episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. AK, my favorite white boy, once again, thank you, thank you, thank you for gracing me with your presence. Uh, happy holidays to everybody. Uh, Christmas is right around the corner. I'm quite sure everybody's going to be doing this shoppity shopping soon. So everybody out there, be safe out there in these streets. And uh, continue to wear your mask. Continue to social distance. And uh, again, happy holidays to everybody. Stay safe. Be safe. God bless. Peace and love. Your boys are out of here. Peace. Kendrick out. Peace.